0: Hello, my name is Nyquia and welcome to the Scripture Stories, and Strategies podcast, a Christian business podcast that brings together the wisdom of the Bible and the world of business. Join us each week as we explore a different scripture or story from the Bible and unpack its relevance for modern business strategies. Our show is designed to inspire and empower Christian entrepreneurs and business leaders to integrate their faith into their daily work. We believe that the Bible is not just a spiritual guide, but a practical tool for success in the business world. Each episode features a deep dive into a specific scripture or story, along with expert insights and practical takeaways for implementing its teachings in your business. Whether you're just starting out in the business world or are a seasoned entrepreneur, you'll find valuable insights and strategies to help you succeed in your work within our podcast episodes. So tune into scripture stories and strategies to discover the power of the Bible as a business tool and learn how to apply its wisdom in your daily work. Enjoy this episode. Hello loves and welcome back to the scripture stories and strategies podcast if you are new and skip past that introduction you probably have no clue who I am well I'm Nyquia and I'm not only your sister in Christ but I'm also your host and I'm a multi-passionate entrepreneur with a few businesses under my belt and the purpose of this podcast is to help Christian entrepreneurs like you infuse more of their faith and God's words within their marketing and business strategies and I do this by taking scriptures and stories from the Bible and then transforming them into applicable business strategies so that Jesus is always within your business plans, trials, and successes as your number one business partner. And honestly, my ultimate goal with this podcast is to help you learn how to also use the Bible as your number one business or finance tool. Anyways, what's it been like a month (laughs) since um, my last episode? I should be ashamed of myself because... I remember telling y'all at the beginning of the year, the first podcast at the beginning of this year, that, um, you know, it's hard for me to stick to a schedule and I was trying to do two podcast episodes at least a month, but obviously I failed at that, but hopefully this episode makes up for it. Honestly, I hope you guys are doing well since the last time we talked. To be honest with you, I've been struggling, okay? I have been struggling in many areas of my life, uh, which does include my business, which is... Kind of the reason why I want to talk about today's episode topic, but it's so hard being um an entrepreneur. Let me tell you, or maybe you already know. um, but it's definitely not for everyone. And if I didn't confide in God, I'd be a complete mess right now. You know, you ever go through through something. I'm sorry, I have to laugh because I'm just thinking about the things I just went through this last month. but You ever go through something and it's one thing after another and you're like, God, I did not sign up for the trials and tribulations package this year. (laughs) That's a TikTok reference, by the way. Also, if you're not following me on TikTok, I share a lot of just little snippets of just quick um, biblical um, financial and business tips from the Bible and my at name is at Nyquia underscore. But anyways, um, But at one moment last month, and then currently, actually today, as I'm filming this episode, I was literally at the point where I was like, God, like, I give it all up to you because I'm tired of, you know, dealing with this. I don't want to give up, but I just want to rest while you take care of my mess. I give my burdens up to you and just asking for more guidance on what I actually need to physically do. What what do I need to actively do? But anyways, I'm going to say a prayer at the end of this podcast episode for those of you who are struggling personally and within your business and I hope the Holy Spirit works through me today um, as I'm talking about this episode to help lift you up. So today we're diving into spiritual warfare mainly because it's a topic I have yet to really cover on my podcast and it's something that as Christian entrepreneurs uh, we struggle with without actually even knowing what's going on and how to protect ourselves So first, I want to explain what spiritual warfare is to those of you who have never heard this term before, or maybe you've heard it, um, but are unfamiliar with its meaning. So I've been in church since I was a little girl, and I only finally was taught what spiritual warfare was at the age of 27, which was a few years back. While well, watching a sermon from Pastor Dr. Charles Stanley. And honestly, he's been my favorite pastor ever since that episode. But because he taught so much in that episode of what I didn't know, I was I was just fascinated with spiritual warfare. And that actually what I'm going to do and um, I'm going to link the YouTube video of his sermon in the show notes. And I highly recommend you go give it a listen because it's so valuable And I'll be touching on this topic and applying it to us as Christian entrepreneurs, but still discussing the main components of spiritual warfare. Okay, so spiritual warfare is the ongoing battle between good and evil that takes place in the spiritual realm. First things first, if you weren't aware or if you aren't aware, there is more than one realm that exists. Right now, we are in the earthly realm. However, there is a spiritual reality beyond the physical world Um, that we do not see, which is the spiritual realm and is populated by angels, demons, and other spiritual beings. A good story to back this up um, and to learn more about the spiritual realm is diving into the story of Daniel, uh, specifically in Daniel 9 and then again in Daniel 10 uh, verses 10 through 14. I'll briefly actually explain it, but I encourage you to read this on your own. So in chapter 9, Daniel was praying And his words were heard by God. And God immediately sent an answer to Daniel in Daniel chapter 9, verse 23. Now, also in that instance, God's messenger arrived with an answer before Daniel actually even finished praying. Yet, uh, when we get to chapter 10, we see that Daniel is actually mourning and he starts fasting for three weeks because he thinks his prayers weren't answered or that God didn't hear him. Now... When the angel finally does show up, um, it's 21 days later, and to give Daniel to give Daniel's to give Daniel God's message. Now, the angel addresses why he was late, right? The angel tells Daniel that God had sent him right away to speak to Daniel as soon as Daniel set his heart on understanding by entering a three-week period of fasting and prayer, but something blocked his arrival for a time. And in this passage, we are given a glimpse of the spiritual wars waged beyond our sight. So this angel then tells Daniel that the prince of the kingdom of Persia was withstanding him for 21 days, which is also the duration of Daniel's mourning. Now, the messenger, which is the angel, was prevented from reaching Daniel for these three weeks because of the resistance. From the prince of persia it is clear that this is a spiritual force a demonic force that is powerful and guards a whole location so back to understanding the basic definition of spiritual warfare um, as christians we believe that satan and his demons are actively working to oppose god and his purposes in the world and now this opposition takes many forms right it can include temptation deception doubt discouragement disapproval distraction and spiritual attacks on individuals and communities. So remember, the devil's main plan is to kill, steal, and destroy. So when you feel any of these emotions that I just listed, when you're conducting business God's way, you're probably under a spiritual attack. It first starts in your mind. It's the devil's play field. Your mind is the devil's play field. And I'll get more on that in a few. So spiritual warfare involves recognizing this opposition, right? and then actively engaging in the fight against it through prayer, through scripture study, through worship, and other spiritual disciplines. And the most important thing about spiritual warfare is that it's not a physical battle. We cannot fight the devil and his demons physically and because we'll lose, right? Uh, this is a spiritual battle fought with spiritual weapons, such as faith, prayer, and the power of the Holy Spirit. And as Christian entrepreneurs, Um, You know, we can engage in spiritual warfare by seeking to honor God in our businesses, um, resisting temptation, resisting deception, and then also using our businesses as a means of serving others and advancing God's kingdom on earth. And by recognizing the spiritual reality of our world and then actively engaging in a battle against evil, we can experience greater success and fulfillment in our businesses, Uh, also like just in our lives in general. Okay, so I know that was like a huge introduction, um, but I I really just wanted to set the foundation of what spiritual warfare is because um, I didn't know what it was when I first heard it. So I just want to make sure um, we are both on the same page here. Um, But as always, before we dive into today's full lesson, I want to list a few scriptures that are relevant for today's episode. And I have 10 verses, so be ready to write them down so you can read and meditate on them later. The first one is Ephesians 6, verses 10 through 18, and this passage describes the armor of God that we should put on to protect ourselves from spiritual attacks, which that's one of the steps we're going to go over today. The second verse, I would love for you to read James 1, 5, because this verse reminds us to ask God for wisdom when we face challenges. The third verse is from Philippians 4, 13, uh, and this verse is going to remind us that we can do all things through Christ to strengthen us. The next verse is Psalm forty six one because this verse reminds us that God is our refuge and our strength and He is ever present help in trouble. The fifth verse comes from uh, Second Corinthians chapter ten verses four through five, and when you read this, this passage speaks about the spiritual weapons we have as believers in Christ. The sixth verse comes from 1 Peter, chapter five, verses eight through nine. and this passage passage reminds us to be sober-minded and watchful because the devil prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. The seventh verse go, um, comes from Romans 12 verse 21. And this verse just reminds us to overcome evil with good. The eighth verse I want you to meditate on is Matthew 6, 33. This reminds us to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all things will be added to us. Verse nine comes from Proverbs three, verses five through six. And this passage just reminds us to trust in the Lord with all of our hearts and to not lean on our own understanding, but to acknowledge him in all of our ways, um, because he makes our path straight. And the last verse that I want you to meditate on that also is relevant to today's episode comes from Isaiah 54, 17. And, um, This verse um, reminds us that no weapon formed against us shall prosper and every tongue that rises against us in judgment, we shall condemn. And this is the heritage of us being servants of the Lord and their righteousness is from me declares the Lord. Okay, so how do we fight spiritually in spiritual warfare? Okay, so there are five practical tips for engaging in spiritual warfare as a Christian entrepreneur. Number one, is to pray regularly and without ceasing no matter the circumstance. So, it's so important to set aside time every day to pray for your business and ask God for guidance and protection. I'm even working on doing this as well because usually I say a prayer just that covers everything, but I never specifically sometimes say a prayer that's specifically for my business, and I want to I want to get more Uh, what's the word? Like, I I don't know, I want to get more direct with that. I want to have prayers for different things and not overall. And that just gives me more time to speak with, you know, my father. But, you know, pray for your employees, pray for your customers, pray for your suppliers, ask God to give you wisdom and discernment in all your business dealings. Now, the second practical tip to engage in spiritual warfare is putting on the full armor of god so in ephesians chapter 6 verses 10 through 18 paul the apostle paul he's in jail right and he takes notice of the well he's in prison i think he's in a house but the guards are watching but anyways um he's in prison and he takes notice of the roman guard taking watch over his house while being in prison and he begins comparing their outfit to what we need in the spiritual realm as it calls and he calls it the armor of God. And we need the full armor to protect ourselves from spiritual attacks. So this includes the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, the shoes of peace, the shield of faith, the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the spirit. Now, I want to break each of these spiritual weapons down for you before we actually head into the third tip of fighting in a, in fighting a spiritual battle. Okay, so first is putting on the belt of truth, which represents the truth of God's word, which we must immerse ourselves with to protect against deception and falsehood. So the belt on the Roman uniform was actually used to hold everything together. So in a way, the truth of God and seeking the truth is what holds our lives together. Then then you have the breastplate of righteousness, which represents the righteousness of Christ that we receive through faith which protects our hearts from condemnation and guilt. Now, a Roman soldier's breastplate protected their heart and their organs from being punctured. So, righteousness is a gift attached to our new identity in Christ, and we must be confident in the fact that we're no longer wicked, and if we practice right living, we are better at avoiding attacks from the enemy. The next spiritual weapon is the shoes of peace which represent the peace that comes from the gospel of Jesus Christ, which enables us to stand firm in the face of conflict and turmoil. And it also means we should walk in peace with God wherever we go. The next spiritual weapon is the shield of faith. And this represents our faith in God, which protects us from the fiery darts of the enemy. So shields in battle are used to hide behind. And we must use the shield during spiritual attacks to hide behind our faith, And use it against the enemy's attack. We can't operate, guys. Listen, we cannot operate or fight in a place of fear. Then you have the helmet of salvation, which is the next piece of armor that makes up the full armor of God. And it represents the assurance of our salvation in Christ, which protects our minds from doubt and fear. So, Roman soldiers wore helmets in battle to protect their heads. And in the same way, like I mentioned earlier at the beginning of the episode, the devil works on our mind. So, we need to protect that within spiritual battle because it's the first and most vulnerable place he'll start. You ever hear that term, aim for the head? Because it's the most damaging point. If you aim for the head in battle, most likely that's an instant kill. That's why having that helmet of salvation is so, so important. Um, because that's where the devil starts right there in your head and so uh, putting on the helmet of salvation will give us confidence to block out false teachings and to live our new nature instead of our old sinful ways and remember once again the devil and his demons want to attack your thoughts now the last piece of armor is the sword of the spirit and it represents the word of god now this is interesting because um this is the only offensive weapon against the enemy's attack. All the other spiritual weapons um, that Paul mentions are actually defenses. So this is the most powerful weaponry uh, weaponry available. Jesus was tempted in the wilderness and he used God's word or scripture to fight off the devil and he won. And we must do the same. You must train and practice by reading and being able to recall scripture to fight back. Because remember, the Holy Spirit will help you. You have God's spirit and mind living within you. Now, even though that's all the armor that the Apostle Paul mentions, notice how there's no armor mentioned for the back. Now, and this is because like, we are never to retreat, right? We are always fighting from a place of victory. Never give up and turn your back to the enemy. Now, the third tip to fighting a spiritual attack is to declare scripture. So, um you do this by basically speaking the word of god over your business and your life you know you declare promises from the bible such as for example i can do all things through christ who strengthens me that's Philippians 413 or god is my refuge and my strength and ever-present health and trouble that's psalm 46 1. so you can use these as your biblical affirmations and then claim it because it's a promise made to you you know write them down where you'll see them every day Um, Honestly, this is something I personally want to start doing. So I want to start practicing when I'm preaching, you know. (laughs) Um, The fourth tip is to surround yourself with like-minded believers. It is so important to find other Christian entrepreneurs who share your values and beliefs. I actually talked about this in the episode before this one. That if you haven't listened to, I encourage you to give it a listen after this episode because it's all about the importance of being in a business community with other entrepreneurs and how to find a community and the benefits of being in one. Uh, But you could form your own community. You know, you could form a prayer group. You can form an accountability group where you can encourage and support each other in your businesses. The last tip to fighting spiritual warfare is which is tip number five, is to stay grounded in your faith. Don't let the stresses and challenges of running a business distract you from your relationship with God. I know it's easier said than done, but just don't do it. Try your hardest not to do it. Make time for worship. Make time for Bible study. um, Make time with fellowship with other believers. There's never a good excuse. I'm sorry to say this if this is a point, but there's never a good excuse to make time to, to spend with Jesus, right? As Christian entrepreneurs, it's our duty to be organized, Um, And our businesses will, or our businesses will be a mess, right? So you can simply organize time within your day. I mean, the morning is best to spend time with, you know, our creator who woke you up this morning. So um, now now that I went over the five tips, practical tips to engage in spiritual warfare, I do want to pull some stories from the Bible to apply to fighting spiritual attacks. As a Christian entrepreneur, because putting on the armor of God is not just a mental exercise. It's a spiritual discipline that requires us to actively engage with God's word and to pray for his protection and guidance. And by doing so, we can be confident that we are prepared for any spiritual battle that comes our way and that we can emerge victorious through the power of Christ. So also write these Bible stories down. I'm not going to go too depth into them, but they're really good Bible stories. So um, excuse me, so one story in the Bible that represents the topic of spiritual warfare for Christian entrepreneurs is the story of Nehemiah, which is in the book of Nehemiah. So Nehemiah was a Jewish cupbearer to the Persian king Artax- Artaxerxes. and uh, he received news that the walls of Dru- uh, the walls of Jerusalem were in ruins and the people were in great distress. So he felt called by God to rebuild the walls and restore the city, despite facing opposition from neighboring nations who did not want to see Jerusalem restored. So in Nehemiah chapter 4, we see how Nehemiah engaged in spiritual warfare as he faced these obstacles. He prayed to God for protection and strength, and he also encouraged his fellow Jews to do the same. He also put practical measures in place, such as, you know, stationing guards and arming the workers to protect against attack. So uh, as Christian entrepreneurs, we can learn from Nehemiah's example of engaging in spiritual warfare. Like Nehemiah, we may face opposition in our businesses, right? Whether it may be from competitors, difficult customers, or other challenges. It could be financial. Um, And we can follow these principles. I have um, four principles from this story that we can use to engage in spiritual warfare from the story of Nehemiah. The first one being prayer. Because just as Nehemiah prayed to God for protection and strength, We can also pray for god's guidance and help in our businesses number two is preparation so nehemiah had put practical measures in place to protect against attack and we can also take practical steps to protect our businesses such as um i don't know implementing security measures and having contingency plans in place number three is encouragement so nehemiah encouraged his fellow jews to trust in god and to keep working Even in the face of opposition and as Christian entrepreneurs, we can also encourage our employees and colleagues to stay strong in their faith and trust in God's provision. And the fourth tip from Nehemiah is persistence. So Nehemiah faced many obstacles in his mission to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem, but he persisted in his efforts and ultimately succeeded. So we can also persevere in our business. Um, trusting in God's strength and guidance to overcome any obstacles that we may face so perseverance that's honestly the key um and what does it say it says "Our uh what verse is that where it says you know when we face trials of all kinds I believe it's James 4 verses 10 through 12 I could be absolutely wrong but it says you know when we face trials of all various kinds um you know our faith produces steadfastness which is perseverance um anyway so another example in the bible that represents the topic of spiritual warfare for christian entrepreneurs is the story of david and goliath a very popular story um but in first samuel 17 we read about how the philistine army was threatening the israelites and how the giant warrior goliath challenged the israelites to send out a champion to fight him in single combat now, as we know, David, who was a young shepherd boy at the time, he stepped forward to accept that challenge. And despite being vastly outnumbered and outmatched by Goliath, David had faith in God's power and protection, and he defeated Goliath with a single stone from his sling. Now, as Christian entrepreneurs, we can learn from David's example of faith in the face of overwhelming odds. And here's a few principles we can apply from his story I have for as well. The first one is trust in God's strength. So just as David trusted in God's strength to defeat Goliath, we can trust in God's strength to help us overcome the challenges that we face in our businesses. Number two, use what you have. This is huge for me. This was actually one of my words for this year, obviously, is to be content with what I have, but also use what I have. Um, I talk about using, you know, I always talk about what's your olive oil, what's your olive oil, referring to the widow's olive oil um, story with Elijah and the widow, I believe that's in first kings or second kings i'm not sure but i've had two podcast episodes on that but i'm always talking about use what you have use your olive oil but anyways david used the tools he had available to him which was a sling of some stones to defeat goliath right similarly similar i cannot say that word similarly listen y'all know what i'm talking about (laughs) but we can use the same resources or not the same, but we can use the resources we have available to us in our businesses, you know, whether it be our skills, our talents, our network, or our creativity. So use what you have, what is your olive oil? I'm I'm gonna get that on a shirt or something. (laughs) Uh, The third tip from the story is to be courageous. You know, David showed great courage in facing Goliath and we must too be courageous in our business. Like it's not for the weak, I'll tell you that, like (laughs) it's not for the weak. Um, And taking bold steps to pursue our goals and vision um, is it, just really gonna help it go a long way by just being courageous. And number four from this story is don't be intimidated. Right, David was not intimidated by Goliath's size or reputation, and we should not be intimidated by the competition or obstacles we face in our business. Instead, we should trust in God's provision and protection, and face our challenges with a um, with confidence. And then the last story. That I want to share from the Bible that represents the topic of spiritual warfare for Christian entrepreneurs is the story of Joseph. And Joseph was sold into slavery by his own brothers, and he faced numerous trials and tribulations throughout his life, including being falsely accused and imprisoned. However, um, Joseph remained faithful to God. And ultimately became a powerful leader in Egypt, saving people from famine. Now, as Christian entrepreneurs, we can learn from Joseph's examples of resilience and faithfulness in the face of adversity. So, or adversity, I'm sorry. So here are some principles we can apply. I have another form. So the first one is trust in God's plan. So Joseph could have easily given up hope and lost faith in God, but he remained steadfast in his trust that God had a plan for his life. And we too can trust in God's plan for our businesses, even when we face setbacks and challenges. Number two is maintain integrity. So when Joseph was falsely accused and imprisoned, he maintained his integrity and he did not compromise his values. So as Christian entrepreneurs, we should also strive to maintain integrity in our businesses, even when it's difficult. Then number three is use your gifts. There we go again, the olive oil. What's your olive oil? So Joseph was given the gift of interpreting dreams, and he used this gift to serve others and ultimately become a powerful leader. So we too should use the gifts and talents God has given us to serve others through our business. And number four from the story is show forgiveness. Oh, that should be a whole nother podcast episode in in itself. But anyways, Joseph forgave his brothers. Actually, this is one of my favorite parts in the in this story, but. Uh, Joseph forgave his brothers for selling him into slavery, and he even used his position of power to provide for them during the famine. And as Christian entrepreneurs, we should also strive to show forgiveness and compassion to those who have wronged us in the past. So that brings me to the end of this episode, and I pray it has brought you more confidence in fighting in a spiritual battle against the devil and his demons. Um... Listen, love, we are not alone and it's unwise, it's so unwise to leave our bodies fragile in the spiritual world. And I want to leave off on prayer for those of you who are fighting a spiritual battle right now and just know that all things work out for God's best for you and that he has given us the power to trample over snakes and scorpions. I'm saying this prayer for myself too because I need it. So if you are in the position to close your eyes and bow your head, please do so. Dear God, I come before you today to pray for protection over our businesses, our minds, our finances, and our business relationships. I know that the enemy seeks to steal, kill, and destroy, but I also know that you have promised to give us abundant life. I ask that you protect our mind from any negative thoughts, fears, or doubts that may come against your children, Oh Father. Help us to focus on your truth and your promises and trust in your provision for our businesses and for our finances, um i also pray for protection over your children's finances O oh father uh that you that you will provide for all of our needs according to your riches and glory and that you would give us wisdom lord wisdom to manage our resources well and to give back what is owed to you since we are simply stewards of your gift protect us from any financial loss or harm and guide us in making wise decisions that honor you father Finally, I ask for protection over all of our business relationships. Help us to build strong, healthy, and trustworthy relationships with my clients, um, with our clients, customers, colleagues, employees, and partners. And protect us from any harmful or deceptive business practices. And guide us in conducting our business with integrity and excellence. I pray all these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you guys for listening to today's episode. I hope you have an amazing day. If you love this episode, I would love to know your thoughts on spiritual warfare or story of yours or, you know, just share that with me in the comments below. I do read all of your comments. Um, if you can rate this podcast episode, you know, be honest, I ain't gonna tell you to rate it a four or five if you don't think it was a four or five. But I just love to see your ratings. It gives me hope just to make more episodes and you guys are really loving it. So. Um, I would love if you can leave a review and make sure you're following my podcast as well if you you listen to the last couple of episodes and you haven't followed yet but I love you guys thank you so much and I will talk to you in the next episode bye do you feel that that heat that fuel Girl, that's that faith fuel. And I pray you use the fuel and lessons learned today in this episode and apply them to your personal life and business journey. Feel free to screenshot this episode and share a business lesson you learned and will now be incorporating in your business. Don't forget to tag me, okay, at The Marketing Profit so I'm notified and we can talk more about how you're going to apply those lessons to your business strategy in the DMs. It would also mean so much to me to reach all the faith-based entrepreneurs who want to infuse God within their business journey. But in order to do that, I need your help to get the word out. I would love if you'd comment rate, and subscribe to this podcast in order to help me reach those girls and share these biblical business strategies. Let them know what they're missing. Okay, don't tell them I can turn water into wine, but let them know I can turn scriptures and stories into applicable and action-packed business strategies. Thank you so much, faith field friend, and I will talk to you in my next episode. Have a blessed day.